Core Coaching Raw, a podcast dedicated to helping you become inspired and encouraged to achieve more in your career and life. Join me as I interview high-achieving professionals from around the world while helping them to fully step into their greatest life potential. I'm your host, Kevin Pedry from Core Coaching Academy. All right, welcome. Today, I have my friend Paul with me. Paul, how's it going? Good, Kevin. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. So we're here today to talk about you and the big impact that you're looking to make in the world. So I'd love to just get a little introduction about you, what's your big dream, and where we hope to go today. So uh, a little bit about me. Uh, I've been coaching for about four years now uh, after I got some solid sobriety time behind me. Um, I used to be a falling down drunk and uh, just had to make that, that life change uh, one day. And it, I had my little burning bush moment and uh, I actually contemplated suicide. Uh, I thought, I'm just going to end this. And the second I had that thought, um, it was like getting kicked in the chest by a mule or getting hit by a bolt of lightning. Um, and this overwhelming feeling of love just came over me. And I, I heard, I'm going to call it God, whispering in my ear, no, you don't. You've not done what I put you here to do. Get to work. And that is, like I said, my burning bush moment. Uh, I got into AA again. Uh, about three days later, uh, I, I weaned myself down enough so I could actually stumble into a meeting, uh, got involved with the program again, started sponsoring people, but I was always wanting to learn better ways uh, of helping them. Uh, I eventually became a recovery coach. Um, and again, I loved it, uh, loved what, I, how I could help people and see their lives transform but I was left with the, the same feeling as in sponsorship that there's more. I, I, I know there's more and there's better ways to help people. Uh, so I went on to, I got a life coach about this time and the, the impact in my own life was just staggering uh, how quickly I made progress. Um, she even asked me one day if I thought about being a life coach and I'm like, no, I'm good being a recovery coach. But then I thought, and it was fear that was holding me back, uh, you know? And so uh, I got uh, enrolled in a life coaching course. Lo absolutely loved the instructor, loved the frameworks, um, and loved what it was doing in my own life too. But again, I was left with, there's got to be more. I, I, there's things, there's subject matters covered in the course that were touched on, but I wanted to learn more. So NLP, uh, Neuro Linguistic Programming, uh, got on my radar, went and took that course, absolutely loved the more of the science behind how we think and how we relate to ourselves. Uh, went on to get the, the master's program in that. And I just love coaching. I love seeing that, that light bulb moment for people where their lives are profoundly changed. Um, and the only way they can go back to being the person they were before is if they do it intentionally. Um, so I love that expanding somebody's consciousness and where it takes them in life. 
but you know, at coaching, there's, there's millions of us uh, quite literally and probably thousands more every day decide they want to be a coach. Uh, so the, the market's flooded with that and it brought to mind like, well, where are all of our clients? Well, the simple answer is they go to work every day. And so I thought of getting, uh, working with companies um, to offer coaching to their employees as an employee benefit. Uh, but before I go down that road, I got to start somewhere in there from a business sense and teach management, uh, coach management. And my goal these days is to help leaders become coaches themselves inside of their business, but taking that to the next level too, because most managers can help an employee take things to the next level inside the business, but nobody really addresses what's going on with the other two thirds of the employee's life. Right. Um, so, and they bring that life with them into work. And so their work life might be great, but the other two thirds of their day, you know, they're, they're struggling. They need help with stuff. They, they feel stuck. Uh, so I, my big hairy goal is to teach leaders how to coach their employees to better their personal lives. Um, and this is just going to create all around uh, positive impact inside the company and in the person's life, in their family, in their community. Uh, which is leading me towards my spiritual vision, which is to increase the uh, human consciousness mm. uh, on a broad scale. Uh, but we got to start. It's an inside job. Uh, so until we can know ourselves and really be in touch with who we are, what we're meant to be doing, what our own spirit, spiritual visions are, it's really hard for us to be authentic. So I, I'm starting from the inside out mm -hmm. uh, to grow that human consciousness um, and connection. Uh, so that's my. I love it. I, you know, future. it's it's a it's a wonderful and I love your story and I love what you're doing and uh, and I think for a lot of coaches, you know, we come across coaching because we've gone through something personal, and right. and I think it's really funny, right? Because then we have to figure out how do I share this with the world. <laughs> How do I bring it in and how do I make money doing this, right? Because it's like, and, I, and, I, and I've talked to literally thousands of people and this is like something that really comes up a lot, but it's like, I really want to share. I really want to do it, but I don't know how to monetize it. So let me ask you this, um, because today's all about really giving you something really powerful to walk away with so that you can really step into your truest <clears throat> gifts and talents and everything. I want to know what is the big challenge that you're facing or that is a possible uh, something that you might be facing that will slow you down a little bit? Uh, for me, it's a complex issue. Hopefully it's not so complex for you. Um, is uh, my, my introversion. You know, I love people. I love connecting with people, but it's that initial engagement that I become fearful. Like, uh, when I meet a stranger for the first time, I am not the, the big bubbly person that, you know, gives them a hug or a super warm handshake. It's more like, how you doing? Good to meet you. Um, and it shows up, you know, when I meet new clients or prospective clients um, that I'm not as extroverted as I'd like to be, which to me uh, equals not showing up as powerfully as I could. And I'm, 
um, looking for ways, holding this committee in my own head. Uh, I do talk to other coaches about it. I've gotten some insights, um, you know, working on my limiting beliefs. But for me, as I call myself an ambivert, uh, because I can definitely be introverted uh, until you know me. Um, but then once you know me, I can't shut up. Well, let me ask you this. Let's keep, let's keep playing. You're doing really good. And I love this. And, and it's all about the way that we show up in meetings. It's the way that we show up in front of people. And I want to, I want to point this out a little bit more. And I want to ask you when you show up in these meetings and because you have a really big passion, you have a really big dream. And I can really tell that it's really a personal mission. It's a, it's a professional mission. When you show up, what do you feel in your body that re that reminds you of that like what is, what is it that comes up in physically for you like in in regards to pursuing my mission mm -hmm. or like when or, you when yeah because when you say like when you when you go to people there's a sort of like a hold back sort of like you can't fully you can't fully connect with them at first and i just wonder what is that feeling that you feel uh please god don't mess this up hmm. okay come, so let me come across come across clearly okay and so when did this belief start that you had to be careful the way that you speak to people oh that's that's easy to nail it's a childhood thing uh, i came up in a uh, a home where children were seen but not heard okay and and in a uh, culture that was very much the same in in school uh you know like elementary school and stuff that like just be a good little boy keep your mouth shut and you'll be fine. And how does that show up physically in your body? Uh, my posture. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not always standing tall. And, and I notice it that like maybe I'm slouching or my shoulders are coming forward. Mm. Um, and just that kind of closed off feeling like, like I need to protect myself and brace myself for the the coming storm uh, his childhood was was not uh, the easiest thing for me uh, you know I know a lot of people had it worse some had it easier but it's not a comparison thing I had a very uh, physically strict stepfather uh, I'll put it that way so do you see that showing up when you go to talk to people like do you is it something that you when you say posture what what specific physical things come up in your body just the the, the shrinking feeling like mm -hmm. get small mm -hmm. and so there's a, a sense of uh, con contraction mm -hmm. I guess you will um, so yeah and and, and I, I know where it comes from and I know it's not what I want to do I just don't always know how to uh, go against it. Mm -hmm. That, that, that reaction mm -hmm. that I have. What would it look like if you walked into these meetings without that? I'd kill it. Mm -hmm. yeah. How would it be different? Uh, because I would be actually fully practicing what I preach about showing up fully in life. Mm -hmm. Is it okay to be uncomfortable when you go into these meetings? Sure. I guess. <laughs> the more you stare at me, no. 
that was good. So sometimes I think that, you know, we, we have these like perceptions that we're supposed to always be comfortable and that it's not okay to make mistakes and that, you know, that we're always going to feel excited or hopeful or energized or right. It's like, it's just like this high expectation. So what would have to be different for you to be different? What, Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I pretty much knew the topic, uh, that, that I wanted to cover today, uh, in this, in this, this scene, well, not even a full scene of a uh, zombie land with Woody Harrelson in it. Um, and, uh, excuse my, my <laughs> Francais here, but, you know, he has that little saying, you know, nut up or shut up. And, uh, that's something I try to remember when I go into it, just like, you're fine. Just be, just be your powerful self that you know you are. Uh, but it's just my wish that I, I was showing up more, more bubbly and less reserved. So what do you have to believe about yourself that you're not that? That I am a powerful person on a powerful mission. And what are the thoughts that you have to believe when you're not powerful and you don't feel powerful and you don't believe that you have a strong mission? That it, that's a lie. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's that, that limiting belief that uh, it's an old neural pathway mm. that, that's been used so many times that it's become a six lane freeway. Mm -hmm. um, and I need to keep taking the detour. So there's this moment that like you've done so much work and you've, and you've gone through this and you know that there's kind of this awareness stage and then there's this stage of kind of acceptance where we go like, yes, I know this is here. And now for you, it seems like you're in this stage of like, I need to make a change. I need to think differently. I need to show up differently. I need to, what would you say that word is that you need in action to be able to move that to that next step? I need to fully believe it. So what are some of those thoughts that come up for you when you don't believe in yourself? Oh, the, the, the negative pessimistic, um, remembering the failures uh instead of the wins and I thank you for bringing that to to mind uh you know again it's that that childhood bullshit that that is still um in my pack there <laughs> my backpack uh that you know we we didn't have much money growing up and stuff like that and and there was a lot of like doom and gloom Oh, it's always going to be this way. And, uh, you know, I, I've proven that wrong over the years, but that's still there. Mm. Um, so maybe some therapy to get that rooted out. <laughs> what does that feel like? 
I like to bring, I like to bring that back to the body. I suffered with anxiety. I'm also an alcoholic, a recovered alcoholic. And for me, a lot of the journey was that I needed to really bring this back to my body to explore. And a lot of that really helps. So what, what is the actual posturing or the physical feeling of that limiting belief feel like in those moments? Ah, are you asking me to engage my amygdala and use words with it? <laughs> However, I, I don't know that I can actually put uh, a word on it on the spot now, uh, but it's a great question. Uh, Maybe not a word. What about a sensation? What's the sensation like? Uh, like tightness in my gut. Tightness in your gut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what else? Just that little furball thing going on uh, in my stomach area, you know, uh, nerves. I try to just attribute it to nerves, which is just, I know that's a dodge. Mm -hmm. um, that's me not, not facing it and mm -hmm. not wanting to sit with it. What are you, what are you not facing? Uh, what's, what's driving that, that knot in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And so what, what needs to be driven out of there? Uh, the, the fear that I'm going to F it up. So there's a lot of that, like this fear that when you step into your creative space and in your mission, you walk in with that, I'm going to mess it up. Yeah. And so in that, and that manifests itself in, its stu in the stomach. Um, does it manifest itself anywhere else? Uh, maybe some tightness in the, in the shoulders and the neck. Hmm. Uh, I've been told I, I carry my stress in my shoulders. Uh, my wife can see it when I'm stressed out. She'd be like, you just scream stressed. So. <laughs> Interesting. So we have stress in our stomach. We have stress in our shoulders. We have stress in our neck. And our mission is to help. Our mission is to show up. And our mission is to like do this with a loving heart and a caring and yet there's this real manifestation that comes up for you. Hmm. Indeed. <laughs> so what does all this mean? What are you gathering from this conversation so far? Uh, there's work on my limiting beliefs that, that I still need to do. Um, and, you know, I, I've learned in NLP and other places, you know, methodologies uh, for doing that. Um, and so it, I started a new course recently and it came with a whole list of, of common, you know, limiting beliefs. And uh, let's just say I scored high um, on some of these, I, you know, if I'm being honest with myself, some definitely more than others, but uh, some things I would circle in there, uh, like I'm not enough. Uh, and I'm like, well, yeah, it's there, but it's not there, there. And I think that was just me not being honest with myself about it. Mm 
that if I did check it off, then it is there and I just need to systematically one at a time uh, work on those, starting with the ones that I believe are are worse for me and I get input from, you know, those that are close to me. Uh, but just be patient and gentle with myself. And, you know, I believe in my mission. I believe the, the impact and change it can bring to the world. Um, I just need to bring my congruence back together okay. on that. So what is the limiting beliefs and the work that you do in the world? How do those come together? How does the work on your personal limiting beliefs and the work that you want to do correlate? Uh, they strongly, I mean, they're, they're one and the same. I, I, the, the clients I do work with, uh, the, the beliefs or limiting beliefs that they face um, are the ones that I'm best suited to help them with because I can identify with it. Um, that being said, you know, helping somebody else with theirs uh, versus um, doing it for myself or maybe two different balls of wax because I don't have that outside uh, observer uh, capability. Uh, so yeah, needing help with my blind spots. So you have so much excitement for what you do and you know that you're doing the work and you know that you can help people. And we're talking about you and we're talking about the people that you're helping and we, we started to talk about how your limiting beliefs are showing up and do you feel it's okay that you have limiting beliefs and that you're doing this work and helping other people at the same time? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't have to be, you know, a, a hundred spots ahead of somebody I'm helping. I just have to be a couple spots ahead. Definitely. And that, you know, that's, that plays into it too, because sometimes I do have that thought, like, am I far enough along on this to actually be teaching it to others? Yeah. I wanted to point that out because I think a lot of us do get stuck in that space. And I, I wanted to bring that up because I kept hearing, you know, your personal work and professional work. And I, my experience with that is that it's like strength training right? I'm a strength coach, right? And I practice, right. I practice strength coach. And I mean, I practice, you know, lifting kettlebells and lifting weights and exercising. It's like, and then I help people with that too, right? So it's the same thing in coaching. And sometimes I think there's this persona, like, how can you be a coach if, you know, you're not like perfect and you're not, you know, like the Dalai Lama or you're not like a saint. Right. right? And it's like, you can do so much work. So <laughs> I, I, I see these fear fears show up in a lot of people. And, and I like to circle that back because you, you're so excited about your work and you like, you have this mission and I just wonder what you need to do in order to fully commit to knowing that you can't really make a mistake, that all you can do is do your work and be powerful. So what would need to change in you to really fully believe that and to really fully accept that? I don't know, you tell me what's <laughs> what's the piece of the puzzle i'm that's not in my box yeah that's an easy way out for sure yeah i could just tell you i could just tell you how to do everything right that'd be easy 
we um, have yeah just just i just have to keep making progress on my uh limiting beliefs um and you know awareness is definitely half the battle um i'm aware it's going on i, I am doing things to address it yeah. and uh practice 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 and what exactly and so is that effort hard is that something that requires a lot of work no uh it, it comes into uh, little habits that i put into my daily life um whether it's uh having reminders come up on my phone like putting stuff into my calendars so i get a reminder to do like a, a 60 second meditation on this uh, and that usually includes for my limiting beliefs, um, thinking about the, the things that disprove my belief, the things that, that have happened in my life, that are happening in my life, mm -hmm. that directly state that belief is a lie. Mm -hmm. So I wanna know, we talked about the way that you feel when, when the struggle comes up, but I wanna know what it would like look like and feel like when you walk in and you are what you would think that you are in your most powerful state of being, what would that look like? What are the qualities? Uh, uh, physically speaking, like shoulders back, just smiling, uh, that, that air of approachability. Um, you know, I, and then just the the confidence in my voice, you know, when I when I speak, because uh, it's something I've also had to work on over the years, is to not mumble, <laughs> because of the whole children seen not heard. Well, my mouth doesn't know when to stop, uh, so I got into the habit of just saying it real soft. Um, and, and sometimes I got heard and, and that's a whole different story. So let me ask you this. So we're in this conversation. How comfortable do you feel right now? On a scale um, of one to 10? I'm moderately uncomfortable. I'd probably call it about a four. Okay. Now, what would you rate a new client that you don't want to screw it up? What would you rate that level of uncomfortable? Uh, Probably about the same. Okay, so, it's a, so it has the same similarity. So what's, what is the similarity between this and that? The, the accepting that it's normal and it's okay to have that flash of discomfort, but doing it anyway. Hmm which is normally what happens, but I get inside my own head because once I get started, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's the point that leads up to the getting started. Um, so you said that when you go into those meetings that you don't want to mess it up and that is that showing up in this conversation right now? Like you don't want to mess this up. You don't want to mess up this conversation. Oh no, I'm, I'm fully convinced I've already messed this conversation up. So there's, there's nothing for me to do, but plow forward. So you feel that. So you actually feel like yep. you've made a mistake in this conversation. Oh no, not, not a mistake. 
but it's bringing up a lot. And so that's bringing back into like, holy crap, I got a lot of work to do still. Interesting. So that's really interesting. So we're having this powerful conversation. We're really like learning about you. We're like, you know, we're identifying, we're, we're experiencing somatically what it feels like to, you know, have this laser coaching. Um, and it's interesting that it goes to a place of I'm messing up or I'm not good enough or I'm not something with that, that correlation. I wouldn't see that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't see that until you told me that, which I think is a powerful statement that you made. What does hmm. that mean? What does that mean to you? Uh, self-esteem issues. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. self-worth issues yeah. and yet you're wonderful and you're great to be around and you're kind we've had many conversations outside of here and it can be right I'm, I'm just picking up a normal conversation right I don't really know I mean I do know because I'm asking you some pinpoint questions but <laughs> you know but right so what if we looked at this differently and it was just a good conversation and we just, right. How, how different would that be? You know, it's funny you say that because that's typically how I frame a, a coaching session mm -hmm. is it's just a conversation. Yep. That's, that's all we're doing here. We're just having a, a friendly in-depth conversation. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You have nothing to prove here. This is all about you, right? What I believe in you or what our audience believes in you doesn't really matter, right? I mean, yes, we're on the spot and we're really taking some time to highlight it, which I hope will be a catalyst to big transformation for you because there's something about getting on the spot and bringing in all this other energy with it. But for the sake of this conversation, this is all about you. This is all about you being able to identify yourself and to sit with it and to be with it and to own it and to say, yes, not with expectation, not with feeling bad. Right. And it is very interesting that I do see that a lot when we start to laser in on ourselves, like, Oh, I messed up. What if you could in a lovingly way, just accept that, and take today as this like amazing opportunity for growth and for loving yourself. How would that be different? In alignment mm -hmm. is, is how that feels. Yeah. Um, and I knew coming into this, uh, having been coached um, quite a bit in the past that, that I will get into these uncomfortable on the spot, uh, situations and that uh, I'm doing it for, for the reasons of growth and learning how to better uh, love myself and accept myself and just be at peace. So um, thank you, Kevin. You're very welcome. And I really want to encourage you to bring this light and this love that you have because you're very gentle and you're very kind. And, you know, we've had a, several conversations outside of here and, you know, you, there's just this real lightness about you. And I just really believe that if you can see that insight that, you know, we love our people and we love people and 
if we can give that same grace to ourselves, it's all going to be so, it's going to be so much different, right? It's like, it's okay if I spot you on something, right? And we're going to go, Ooh, it's so, I hate to see that. Right. (laughs) It's like, but it's the avoidance. I'm just going to go, okay. I feel that. So I'm curious. So what is that? What are you taking away from this conversation now? What is coming to light for you? To, to, to just not avoid it. Um, that, that is obviously I was a serious alcoholic for quite a while. And I, I believe the, the core of those or that definitely for me was an avoidance strategy. Yep. Um, and so there's no avoiding anything if I want to get where I'm going. Yep. I love that. And like I said, just show up kind and show up who you are just like this right now, right? No one really knows what you're feeling. Um, I probably have some ideas cause I've been coached like this as well. And you know, I know what, I know what it feels like to be on the spot and, but you know, to be honest with you, when I get into these coaching sessions, I have no idea where they're going. And so I also will say that I also get uncomfortable and I also get like, moments of like oh i don't know where we're going right and i because it's it's my hope that i want something very big to happen and i have to step outside of that and i have to step outside of my expectations and i have to remember that we're just here to have a good open honest vulnerable and real conversation and we don't do that a lot in life do we uh we don't um and you know, it's something I even subconsciously strive for is that open, honest, vulnerable conversations. Um, and I'm, I'm part of a men's group. Uh, and then, you know, and we have a meeting tonight, actually. And it's uh, very refreshing to, to be in those Zoom rooms. And, you know, it's very well facilitated. And they ask some very pointed questions. And it's great to just be able to be thyself and, and respond uh, as myself. I love it. And I would love to encourage you to extend that to the people who you serve, because it's like you say, you only have to be a couple steps ahead. And if you just bring that and you stop worrying about expectations and doing it right, your people are going to love you right? They're going to know that you understand them. They're going to know that you're going to listen to them. They know that you're there for them. And, you know, as entrepreneurs, sometimes I think we get a little stuck in the strategies and the processes. And let me tell you about how good I am so that you believe in me. Whereas if we go into these situations and we just are just like we are right now, and we just open our arms and open our hearts to, I'm here to help you guys. Tell me what you need. Right. Right. Changes everything. For sure. You have that capacity. You have that skill set. Just not while being coached. <laughs> You're very gracious. You're very good, right? I mean, I, I, can, I can tell you, I know a lot of people in our audience would be very like, whoa, right? Like, you're doing great. You're doing really good. And it's gracious and it comes across. Like, if you never said anything, I would never know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, is, Kevin. 
You're very welcome. I really appreciate you coming on here. And I, I really, I want to, again, I want to inspire you and encourage you to really step into you and to know that you're, you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. And if you can really face that and you can really get, I think a lot of people get stuck in the, like, I need to fix myself and I need to do all this work and all this stuff. It's like, not really. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not digging a ditch. It's just showing up. Right. You know, I, shower thoughts. Um, I I had that shower thought today. Um, and yeah, I've been, uh, uh, talking to a a licensed therapist about coming on board with the company Mm -hmm. and somehow my mind went in a different direction. And I said out loud to myself in the shower, you're not broken. There's nothing to fix. That's right. There's only progress to be made. That's right. That's absolutely right. And I think, you know, we get into that shame of like feeling like we need to do something else. I need to learn something else. I need a new strategy. I need a new thing. I need a new thing. I need a new thing. Instead of saying, this is my mission and I'm doing it and I don't care what happens. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to fumble along. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to look like a fool sometimes. I'm going to right, but it's like, I don't care anymore. There was something that we finally have to just accept. And then we go, that's it. We're all in. We're all in. And that's what all I hope in. for you. That's what I hope for you. Because you're awesome and you're powerful and you have a great personality. And I think that your work is very powerful. And accept it, own it, do it, dream it, believe it, and make it happen, my man. It's happening, man. Love that. It's happening. Well, great. So let's just recap real quick. What is your big takeaway for today that you want? moving forward for your life? Uh, Acceptance that I am not in fact broken in any shape or form. Uh, Yes, there is progress to be made. Um, I I know uh, the rough outline at least uh, of of how that works uh, for myself and just own my vision. Um, I, I feel it in my bones. It's what I was meant to do. And if somebody doesn't like it or whatever, whatever that it's not their vision, so they don't have to like it. It's mine. That's right. Well, that's wonderful. And I completely support you and your mission. And I know that you're going to do great at it. And you make today going forward, make today that decision. Yes. We're going to have work to do. Yes. We're going to have days that suck. Yes. We're going to have days that we feel (laughs) defeated, right? That's just part of it but I don't defeat to the point where I give up and I just keep going and I find the answers and I find the support that I need by asking the right questions. And I say, what do I need today? What do I need to do today to be better? Right. I want better self-esteem. I want better confidence. I want to make a difference. So very cool. Well, I really, I'm really glad that you came on today and I really, I'm, I'm, Thank you so much for your vulnerability and just being honest with us and and sharing your story with us. Well, I appreciate you, Kevin, and thank you for having me on today. And thank you to everyone listening. Um, Come talk to this guy. Thank you. All right, you you guys. Yeah. You are love, man. You are love. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And, you know... I'm going to say it. I'm going to remind you to dream, believe, create your life and never give up.
See you guys next time. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to follow me and learn more about Core Coaching Academy and how we can support you, check us out at core-coachingacademy.com where you can find out more about our programs, community events, and you can join our free Facebook community. Until next time, always remember, dream, believe, and create your life and never give up.